This is the MoveChannel.com's Property Inspector, taking a closer look at global real estate each month. House prices reveal a lot about the property market, from demand and confidence to investment potential. The problem is that there are so many house price reports around. In the UK alone, there are at least 10 indices that track prices, others that track a perception of prices, let alone ones that track rents. With their figures not always agreeing, what are the differences between them all? Which is the most reliable? What do the different house price reports mean? I talked to Ian Spencer, marketing manager of lead generation firm Lee Galaxy, to decipher the mystery of the multiple house price indices. Ian, thank you for joining me. Let's start with the obvious question. What house price indices are out there and who produces them? There are about 10 uh, by my count, which range from mortgage lenders such as Halifax to the more official accounts from the Office of National Statistics um, and the Land Registry, of course. Recently, it's, um, it's been apparent that quite a few estate agents have started to produce them as well alongside the more official sources. And what do these reports show? Uh, that really depends on, on each index because they're all based on the data available to the company that creates them. Um, so each trap figures from different stages in the sale process and of course that will depend on the data that's available to the, to the company. So let's start with the lenders. Two of the biggest headline grabbers are Halifax and Nationwide. How similar are their reports? Um, Halifax and Nationwide are both lenders, so their indices show the average price agreed on a property purchase using Halifax or Nationwide mortgage um, and how that has changed in the last month and year. Both will cover the whole of the UK and will probably both be seasonally adjusted as well. What are the differences between them? Uh, Nationwide is, is probably the oldest one, technically older, um, because it has records going back um, to well into the 1950s. When we come to the more modern era in terms of the current indices, and Halifax began in 1984, uh, while Nationwide has been published in its standard form since around 1993, uh, Nationwide has said that its system is better than Halifax when it comes to smaller sales volumes, uh, although both can be skewed by periods when no transactions are happening. Uh, the phrase seasonally adjusted comes up a lot. What does that mean? Literally what it says, um, the figures are adjusted to account for seasonal trends and wider patterns and factors. Um, a house price decrease in winter, for example, when the market slows down might be less severe when adjusted for context or anticipation. The raw data, though, could show a rise or a more severe drop, so they will use seasonal adjustment to, to cover these, these periods. And do they do anything else with their figures? Halifax is a process where it standardises the figures so that they're always tracking the value of an average house, uh, for example, cancelling out variations in size, number of rooms, etc. Nationwide releases its figures at the end of each month, but says they're for that current month. How does that work? Honestly, uh, we don't really know. Uh, that's just kind of what Nationwide do. I guess it's a bit like announcing the, uh, the PFA pair of the year in April. Which UK house price index, then, is the most reliable? Technically, um, it's going to be the Land Registry or the Office for National Statistics. Um, the Land Registry is based on completed sales prices, which means that they are accurate, although they're also slightly behind and often adjust their figures later on. Um, the Office of National Statistics figures are based on data from sales provided by lenders, and it's only a sample of sales, but it's not seasonally adjusted by default, and figures are, in their words, one of the main house price indices used by central and local government uh, to support decision-making in the UK. So what that means is even though they are not based and all transactions, they are used to decide the country's housing policy going forward. And then there are similar ones by analysts too. Yes, there are telemetrics um, who produce reports for LSL property services based on the average price of sales registered with the land registry. Uh, there's also HomeTrack, probably one of the most more known, who also supply information to the property industry, although this involves kind of perceptions of house prices. Which house price index then is the least reliable? 
pretty hard to rank them, um, if we're being honest, but the ones that are the least reliable are the ones that relate to the perception of house prices uh, because they're not measuring actual values. Um, the Royal Institution of Chartered Affairs publishes a survey of surveyor uh, perceptions of house values, while uh, Knight Frank's confidence index shows how households feel about their homes and the wider market. So, for example, we've got Siepler, who recently published data that showed homeowners expect prices to rise on average by about 8.8% in the next six months, six months higher than last year. So that shows market confidence has improved, which is useful for gauging sentiment of future growth, but it doesn't really tell you anything concrete, and plus it's only a sample of people conducted by one website. So what you're saying is a large sample size is important uh, to have an accurate house price index. Rightmove, for example, have a lot of listings. Yeah, of course. I mean, the more data you have, the more accurate your index is going to be. Um, and Rightmove is the UK's biggest property portal, um, and it claims to list properties sold by about 90% of agents, which is relatively comprehensive. But the, the more data you have, uh, generally the more accurate your reports and your figures are going to be. So is Rightmove's house price index the most accurate then? I don't think we could say that, and not quite, to be honest, because it's based on asking prices for homes rather than completed sales prices. And, of course, as you know, a house price can change dramatically before the sale is finalised. Um, so the ideal house price index would cover all of the UK and be based on completed sales, which is why we say the Land Registry Index. Then you have a growing number of estate agents, such as Sequence and Hart, who are releasing their own house price reports. Can anyone do it? When it comes to should anybody produce them, if you've got enough data, there's probably no reason why you wouldn't. Um, and from my point of view, when we when we deal with marketing and that kind of thing, um, these reports will often be picked up by sometimes some of the major press or if you're a local estate agent, some of your local press as well. So you can certainly see why most estate agents would produce them if they've got enough data, absolutely. But obviously the more reports out there can sometimes start contradicting each other as well, so it can end up confusing the market to a degree. So there are lots of reports that show previous month's price information, but is there any way to see live property price data? The Mew Channel is, is one of the places where you can find real live property information based on our data. Um, and we offer live property price information for markets all around the world, not just the UK, through our new map search function. Um, and according to our data at the moment, if we take an example, the average price of a two-bed home in England is around 157788 And yet in London, the you kind of expect is much higher, with an average price of around 495543 um, So the figures differ with, for example, Nationwide, um, which shows the average house in England is around worth around 180264 uh, with London um, looking at 362699 But though the figures differ, the sentiment of what's going on is, is pretty accurate. So in conclusion, which house price indices should we listen to? In a way, you need to be listening to all of them um, because they're all useful for measuring different things. Um, so at the moment, they all have one thing in common, which is the positive indicators of the UK housing market. All of the reports are showing it's growing and, and the growth is pretty good at the moment in time. But the important thing is to understand the difference between them all so that when you have two conflicting reports, you kind of know why they disagree and then you, you take your own view on that report as well. Ian, thank you very much. The Property Inspector will return next month.